You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, good morning to you. Happy Monday, the 25th of October for 2021. It's a new day. It's the new start of a new week. It's looking like a nice week too. Isn't it? good, Bayside. Last week of October. November on the way. It is just insane how quickly this year's going. Considering everything that has happened this year, Mm. it is just flying by. 2022 is not too far away. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought? I know. Let's hope it's a better one. But hey, we're in the now right now. We've got a great show lined up. Weekend wrap on the way. It is on the way. But before that, at five minutes past seven, it's time for our Bracky Banger. Lana Del Rey, Cedric Gervais, Summertime Sadness, because it's bloody cold. Eight minutes past seven for your Monday morning. It's time that we get into the weekend wrap, wrapping up the biggest news stories. Well, just news stories in general from the last 48 hours across the weekend. And probably the highlight to come out of yesterday in particular was the news from Dan that we are on track to reach 80% double dose fully vaccinated in the state this Friday around about 6pm, which is going to allow us more freedoms than what we have now. How good. Very good in a sense that regional Victoria are going to par up with Metro Melbourne, mm-hmm. Metro Victoria. Correct. It doesn't really roll off the tongue the same way, Metro Victoria. Oh, I'm sorry. Huh. It's, uh, we're going to unite as one as a state again. Absolutely. That also means that retail gyms and cinemas are going to be opening as well, Bianco. Hospitality with a lot more patrons and school's back. Yes. Pack those lunch boxes. School is back ahead of schedule. And you'll be able to travel regionally after 6pm on Friday as well. Oh, something tells me the Peninsula Freeway is going to be a little bit busy. Well, it was already chock-a-block last weekend because you could go there. Mm -hmm. It's considered a metro area. Yeah. Which is a bit weird, really. It really is, isn't it? Because, you know, I think anywhere outside of Melbourne, over an hour should be regional. Yeah. Or maybe not. If you can't see cows, maybe that's... Anyway. Anyway. This is news. This is not... What do we think should be no, regional? No, no. Um, but the good thing with this press conference, Bianco, was that Dan Andrews also made clear what his intentions were for 90% yeah. and over. Mm. Um, and essentially, it's looking like all of 2022 masks will be used in high-risk settings. Oh, that's the other thing. Yes. We can drop masks outdoors. Correct. They're not essential unless you're in a space which might be a little bit tight. Absolutely. But it's also saying that um, if you want to be a part of the economy, you've got to be double vaxxed as of next year, well, until the end of next year at least. And speaking of economies, mm-hmm. the figures are out for state economies. We're ranked equal fifth at the moment. It's not the worst thing. It's all pretty close apparently. But the Isle of Tasmania has the strongest economy of the country. I'll allow that. You know, good on you, Tassie. That's good. Yeah, good on them. Um, in some more news for Australia, um, a last-minute decision by the Nationals, Bianco, has led to Australia joining the plan to aim for a net-zero target of emissions by 2050. But in a plot twist, we don't know what their plan is. Well, <laughs> it's a surprise, but who can tell us is um, Prime Minister Prime Minister rather Scott Morrison, who is jetting off to Glasgow for the Global Summit this week, I believe. Yeah, I think it is coming up pretty soon, actually. So who are we off there? Under some guidance from Prince Charles and maybe even the Queen. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the Queen, bit of news around about Her Majesty, Her Royal Highness. Yes. Apparently, she's um, very sleep deprived and tired, which is why she's sort of been absent and whatnot, because she's been binge watching a BBC series. Not The Crown. That would be no. great watching if you were the Queen. Oof. Imagine watching a 
Yeah, no, I couldn't I'd do love it. That. Um, in a bit more entertainment news, that was kind of entertainment news. Um, Ed Sheeran has tested positive for coronavirus, um, announcing on Instagram that he'll be conducting all interviews and performances on Zoom this week because his album's coming out on Friday. Yeah. Poor timing. What a shame. Sad news. We wish him the best. Hey, it's Absolutely. 15 degrees for your Monday today, partly cloudy. Tomorrow, sunny and 20. And Wednesday is going to be an absolute killer dealer, a belter. 26 degrees and sunny. Monday breakfast here on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. It's 10 right now. This has been the weekend wrap. There is some ridiculous news out of Brighton across the weekend. Brighton of all Brighton. places. Yes. <laughs> out of Brighton. And I'll... Look, I'll be careful with what I say here, but... Um, We've got a poo jogger on all this. Not again. This has been a problem we've had in the past. I know. And, you know, no. we've had everything in the local area. We've had poisoned cheese we did. affecting our pets. Mm-hmm. And now we have another poo jogger. And the most amazing thing about this story is this lady, it was a woman, first of all. Mm-hmm. She was in Lycra. She had a bike helmet on. But there was no bike to be seen. So, obviously, she's not a friend of Magpies. Well, that could be the case. Mm-hmm. Sure it wasn't you? Damn. I knew I'd get exposed like this. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't you. It definitely wasn't me. Well, no. Everybody knows I don't run. <laughs> anyway, the footage is quite damning. It's a put-off, quite frankly. And I can't believe in this day and age... Somebody could actually do this. Bianca, but when you've got to go, you've got to go. No, but you don't go in somebody's front yard. No, there is... In Brighton. In Brighton. How dare they? Yeah, th- no. Plan ahead, everybody, please. I don't know what's worse. That or the fact that a news publication decided to put out the worst suburbs to die in across the weekend. Where you're most likely to die of cancer. Okay, it's very early in the morning. For the record, a lot of Bayside suburbs were registered as cold. And that's not a sign of you're likely to die. It actually means you're in an area where you're less likely to die. Good morning to everybody having their breakfast right now. You've just heard about a poo jogger and that you're safe around the area. You're not likely to die. So good on you. Or should I say good on... No, I won't say that. Don't you dare... Anyway, 0404 messages any time throughout the show. We invite your comments at any time. But I'd love to know, maybe when you've just accidentally let go in the local area, you couldn't wait till you got home. I mean, it happens. If any of our listeners call in and say that that actually happened to them, I don't know how to feel. I don't know if that I want that to be our demographic, Bianca. I wouldn't put it past people. There's a lot of diverse people out there listening that, you know, occasionally might. Imagine just checking the security camera in your house and seeing that. I know. Out of all things. And like, is that, like, you're going to have to deal with that? Like, no. Yeah. It's like the story that gets told quite regularly. Some mate thinks he's the hero in his group because he's got this great yarn of how he goes for a walk down the park and he needs to go. Anyway, he decides to go... And then all of a sudden, this big dog comes. Oh, my God. The dog comes up and starts sniffing him. And so he politely pats. And then his owner, who's an elderly person, comes and says, No! Oh, no! oh Roger! No! Oh, no, you didn't, did you? 
and decides to get the bag and proceeds to pick up the... Anyway, on that note, we're going to a break. Morning! I saw something quite peculiar on my TV screens last night. Do tell. Well, I was just sitting back watching Celebrity MasterChef. Thank you very much. The best way to um, to get into a Sunday slash Monday vibe. And all of a sudden, I started seeing Christmas ads on TV. Oh, yeah. What's the go with that? It's October. I don't watch a lot of free-to-air. And when I do, I really take notice of the ads because I don't see them all the time. And I was able to point out three different Christmas ads. And what's the date today? It is the 25th. Of October. So two months away and we've started already. Mm. At least wait until after Halloween. I thought that was just the rule. That's what I thought too, but apparently not. But apparently in Australia, I did a bit of digging on this, Bianco. Because we don't really celebrate Halloween all that much, a a token rule is after Melbourne Cup Day, Christmas tree comes up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not for my household. I don't want to talk about Christmas until December 1st. I think we should do it. After Halloween is fine by me because then you've got that whole November excitement moment because I find particularly working in customer service, by the time December 1st comes around, I'm done. I've heard every song about 50,000 times. November is technically my Christmas and then December is like going back to work for me. Yeah, like how many times can you listen to the same playlist of Christmas Oh, I can songs? tell you. I I reckon there isn't a Christmas carol that exists in the English language that I don't know word for word. But the only thing that makes it worse is when you work in a workplace or you go to a place regularly and you go in once, you hear that one song, mm-hmm. and then you go back there maybe later on in the day or the next day and you hear the same thing at the same yeah. time. So it's like, no, please, no. Or if it's not the same artist, it's a different artist, but the same song. Did I tell you that one Christmas um, at my retail life, um, we had one Christmas album and this, we used CDs and it was scratched and we only had one song on repeat, which is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. But because we had to play Christmas music, it was just Mariah for my entire shift, which was an eight hour shift. And can I just say on the topic of Mariah and that song, when Justin Bieber decided to collab, Oh, I thought it added something a little oh, bit special. You would. I liked it. No. Yuck. Ugh. But yeah, I don't it. know. 0404 000 I reckon we should put this up as a poll, Bianco, because you're a polar man. Mm, how early is too early? Is it too early? When do you kick off Christmas? Is it after Melbourne Cup or is it after Halloween? I don't kick off Christmas until the, what date is it again? 25th. Oh. Well, you know, part of me growing up always thought it was the 26th for some reason. Did you know that we have a show on Christmas Eve this year? How exciting is that? It might even feature our annual guest. I think it needs to. If he's available. I think it's in his planner from last year. I think so. It made it very clear. I think he just books us in each year. Yeah. It's like, oh, got to talk to Carl and Catherine again. The unofficial third co-host, Dennis Walton, may be joining us. (laughs) Maybe we should get him for the full two hours this year. Can I we? have too much respect for Dennis Walter to make him do that. No, I think we should. I don't. I think, think we should get him for the whole show this year. I don't think he would want. He to can do anchor that. <laughs> Dennis Walter co-hosting with Carl and Catherine in a Christmas Eve special. Oh, it would be so embarrassing. He actually has talent, and would be like, "Hey, Dennis, let's sing a song." It would be so embarrassing. Anyway, let us know oh four oh four triple zero seven three six.
Is it too early to be spinning the Christmas ads and little jingles and all that sort of thing, or are you into it? Job interviews, job applications. Maybe there's a lot of people out there at the moment, now that we're opening back up, they're looking for work, and they're going through the process of looking for a new place to work. Anyway, story came out of the UK, a lot of news coming out of the UK at the moment, and it involves a young lady who decided to apply for a job eight years ago. So, what are we in here? 2021. So, it would have been about, what would that be? 2013-ish, thereabouts? Yeah. Anyway, she decided to apply via a networking social media sort of site. Ah, yes. That we uh, know quite well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it wasn't exactly a proper formal application. It was more of, hi, how are you going? This is my name. I'm looking to explore work in this field. I understand you've got, you know trainees, you know, looking for trainees, people to apply for work, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, eight years ago. So, that's quite a long time. Quite a long time. We fast forward to today. She gets a response. You're kidding. Eight years after. That is incredible. That is a long time. Anyway, the response says, sorry, we don't have any vacancies. We weren't impressed by your application anyway. Imagine if it had swung the other way and they were like, we'd love to have you in for an interview. Because eight years in the scheme of your life, like you have well and truly moved on from that, you would think. Well, the good news to come out of this story was the young lady here actually created her own business in that time and has done quite well with her own business. But it's a good story. Oh, yeah. You know, to come out of a, well, that's fair to say, very delayed response. Yeah, it just goes to show as well how much you can achieve within eight years. And also, if you get knocked back, don't take no for an answer. That's what Chris Jenner always says. That's her absolute business model. Just don't take no for an answer and it clearly works. But what I took out of it is if you've ever been waiting and waiting and waiting for a response for maybe your dream job, mm-hmm. just wait eight years. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be let down after eight. Well, that's going to make you feel better, Bianco. I know that you wait by the phone for the fish and chip shop to call you back. I'm still waiting. I really am. How many years has it been? How many more years have you got to oh, wait? It's been nine. Oh, I'm sorry. That th- That's tough. I shouldn't you, have brought that up. Do you call it quits when you hit the decade? Yeah, no sorry. chance? No. Good Friday 2022? I think you need to actually show up. Actually, Good Friday 2022, show up and acts as if you're starting your your shift. You're clocking in. Have I still got the owner's number in my phone? Oh, I'd love for you to call and check your roster. Oh, I'm going back. Nah. That's a shame. Wouldn't that be incredible if we got you like proper fish and chip outfit and you just rock up? I'm not doing it. It would be amazing. I can't do fast food. Morning, boss. I can do it as far as consume it. Happy Good Friday. Let's get on the grill, the fryer. Mm. No. I so. just it, I feel like that whole saga, it's like those time-travelling movies where you have to go back to fix all wrongs. I just time-travelled to 2015. That's as far back as my message history goes on my phone. Well, there you go. And no fish and chip conversation history, so it's almost like it never happened. But it did, and I'll never forget it. Dim Simmer's payment. It was great. This is Coldplay. <laughs> Bayside, I need you to take a seat right now and get your phones and get ready to text in because um, I, Bianco, witnessed something quite remarkable yesterday 
And all I have is respect for this person. And that's, I want to preface it there because something quite unusual happened. I went and did a bit of a grocery shop yesterday, Sunday afternoon grocery shop. Look at you. I know I'm trying to be a good adult. Um, anyway, I was just chilling out the front of said grocery store <laughs> on my phone mm-hmm. and a woman walks past me. A woman. And she's probably, I don't know, mid to late fifties, early sixties. Okay. And all of a sudden a song plays from her direction. Really? And it sounds a little like this. Come on, rude boy, boy, can you get it up? Come on, rude boy, boy, is your big enough? Take it, take Um she then picks up her phone, answers and says, Hey baby. And my jaw hits the floor. I didn't know how to feel. Half of me was like, Yes, Queen, you do you. The other half felt slightly nauseated. And I just couldn't believe it. I need to know, Bayside. It's not a want, it's a need. Personalized ringtones. What do you have for your partner or somebody else that beats that? Because I genuinely don't think there is one. I couldn't believe it. But it reminded me, Bianco, of something that happened to me in my youth, of a similar vein. Right. Where I did dancing. I don't know if you're aware. I was a dancer back in the day. No. I was. Really? From a young age. And it was actually the young age part that's important in this story. Don't tell me. When you got your first mobile phone, your first song was Elton John's Tiny Dancer. No, it wasn't. Oh. Because I wasn't tiny and I was barely a dancer. <laughs> but what did happen was yeah. the director at the time, yes. um, she got a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And mysteriously, her ringtone, her phone used to go off a little bit doing right. this. Yeah, that's enough. Anyway, that went on for a year and it was sort of that awkward stage. You know when you go from being a child to being a teen? There's like a lot going on in your body and your knowledge of the world expands. I can tell you right now, the day in reception when the penny dropped what that ringtone meant, I think that's when I became a woman. I could not believe it. So Uh personalized ringtones, it seems to be quite a thing. I want to know what's better than those two options. I had a message in already on the topic of ringtones yep. for people, family members, etc. My ringtone for my ex-husband is Forget You by CeeLo Green. I like that. I that like is, that a lot. That's amazing. That is fantastic. Big fan of that. I wonder if that rings a bit or not. It might. Mm. I don't know. See, for me, like I didn't really have any theme to it, but on the topic of like old ringtones, at one point this was my ringtone. No, it was. <laughs> and I just remember it being loud. Back on the old Nokia. Oh, see, my um, girl gang back in high school, we decided, because we were so cool, inverted commas, um, we decided that at one point Fancy, Iggy Azalea, was going to be our ringtones. And we got this problem where all of us, and it was probably about 10 of us, all had the same ringtone. We'd be sitting around at lunch and Fancy would start playing and we had no idea whose phone was ringing. Okay. What I'm about to say, I don't want to gross you out, but I was sitting on the train once Mm -hmm. and 
there was this older guy. Oh, no, no, I'm I'm being legitimately okay. serious here. Right, an older guy sitting on the train. Like, no, I'm not talking older as in like fifty above. Yeah, or might have been anyway. Sitting there, and then all of a sudden, there's a song that plays really loud. Because I was on the train, on the carriage. And it was this. Yeah. But then just to make matters worse, after that, he said, Hi, Mum. <laughs> this is Naughty Boys, you la, win. la, la. You win. Oh, my goodness. Smith. It's a quarter to eight on your Monday morning. Hello. I don't know if you've heard of this music artist, because the names are getting a bit challenging yeah. these days. This one is Takashi 6IX9. What? Six. This is the number six. IX9INE. Why does that sound like a microchip number? To me, I think it's supposed to be said... Like Takashi sixty nine, okay, but I don't know because it's Takashi. Si- anyway, yeah. Beside that, <laughs> he's had a hacking episode. Oh no! Well, I can't imagine why with that name. I know, right? He's been hacked because he's a music artist on yeah. a streaming site oh, that we all know gee. very well. Yeah. Anyway, the person that hacked him decided it would be funny. To replace his cover art images on said streaming site. Shall we say with a private part of some sort, some description? Anyway, a lot of people have jumped online and seen it and screenshotted it and posted it everywhere. And it's blown up. I could imagine. In a way, though, it's kind of good marketing. Like, if you got sent screenshots, that many screenshots about some, well, people telling you about that, it means people are trying to listen to your music. Well, see, I'd like to know when you've been hacked off the back of this, if you ever have been hacked. I really don't want to jinx this, and I'm touching this beautiful timber table in front of me right yeah. now. Um, constantly, we do remember the last time, which was when my Disney Plus got hacked. Mm. And um, Mickey really had to go in and fight for me. <laughs> he retrieved it, thank goodness. So it's been a while, but I tend to... It's normally about maybe every quarter Yeah, I'll get something, touch wood. But um, last time, yeah, Disney wasn't... But then again, I'm not like a record-releasing artist or anything, so... Well, I went on my PC the other day, and my internet security provider gave me a notification. Mm. And it said... Click on this to find out when your data's been breached or something along those lines. Like, it gives you an update Gosh. of when something of your oh. personal info might have been... I think the last time that it happened to me was, like, 2018. I don't know. It was probably even me doing it. I yeah. Don't, I, I don't know. Anyway, I couldn't help but think back to the days of when we were all using MySpace. I never use MySpace, so I can't relate. So, probably the same period of time when Iaz's replay was my ringtone. Anyway, I went and visited my cousin who lives in the Geelong area. Yep. So, you know, it's a bit of fun, get away. We're the same age, just a few months apart. Same super contribution. <laughs> I don't know. I don't we don't get too personal with these things, you know. 
<laughs> so I went and visited him and we had good fun, got up to no good. But one of the things we did was we hacked my sister's MySpace. Oh, no. Because I knew the login information. That's mean. I mean, like we're talking, I would have been 13, 14. Oh, Georgie's way too young. So she would have been 10 or 11 and she had a MySpace. Oh, so she should not have had a spy, a space of my, a MySpace. Just shouldn't have had it, but yeah. she did. <laughs> anyway, what we decided to do was we changed it from like this real girly looking pink <laughs> profile to a profile which was called Snoopy Dog. <laughs> so we changed the color scheme and everything, kept her name and her details and any of her songs. Actually, no, we changed the song, we changed it to Snoop Dog Music, but we spelt the dog oh, as in D A W G. And the photo we used for her profile photo was a photo of a dog that looked like Snoop Dogg. But the funniest thing to come out of it wasn't the fact that we actually changed her MySpace and hacked into it and modified it so it would take her ages to fix it. It was... She sent a voice message to my cousin and she said, No... You hacked my MySpace and you changed the name of it to Snoopy Dog. <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. Was... At least we know that if Bianca was to ever hack any of us by inside, it'll be fine. Of course. It'll be That's fine. not too menacing. Snoop Dog. But it was quite a laugh at the time. And but that's a lot of effort to go to. Like, if my memory serves me correctly, it takes a long time to set up a MySpace and make it good. And the fact that you've gone to that effort, that's commitment. Well, I'll tell you what. If there's one thing I took out of the whole MySpace experience, it was real helpful from when we decided to develop our own websites. Yeah. A personal website and Carl and Catherine website, which you can go and have a look at if you've Thank ever you. wanted to. Thank you. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Cause, Store's always open there. You, know, you would add, like, music and you would add all yeah. those weird things they had. Anyway, hey, we're going to get to the news, mm-hmm. 8 o'clock on its way, but there's a bit of news out about Adele. Adele? Yeah. Did what? you hear she was questioned for one of those? Vogue. That, yeah. And she broke it because normally it's 73 questions and she just was having so much fun. She's like, just keep going. I love how raw she can be sometimes. I love her. It's so different to like the persona that she has in her music. They're just complete different. I love it. It's like when she sings, she's got a different voice to her actual mm-hmm. voice, you know. Anyway, one of the questions she was asked was like the most crazy venue you had ever played at. Yeah. And she revealed an Australian venue was one of the weirdest, no, craziest. she said it was the one that gave her the most anxiety. Yeah. It made her nervous. I was at that concert, so I don't blame her. Were you actually? Best concert I've ever been the to. The very concert that uh-huh. she's talking about? Up in Sydney? No, no, no. Not the Sydney one, uh, but that concert. Well, then it's yeah. not the same concert she was quoting. Oh, I'm sorry. She it's was the quoting. Same one. It was at the G. Yeah, but they didn't have... Did they have $100,000 at the G? Yeah. It was sold out. And she was in the middle of the stage, and they had to carry her out in a box so people couldn't see her beforehand. It was... Oh, it was so good. Well, you know, the and, MCG, it must have had better acoustics or something, because she wasn't complaining about that. Yeah. And they had, because everyone knows the G how high up it gets. And if you're in the back row, you can't see anything. She left mm. handwritten notes for all the people who had those horrible seats in the back. Legend. I mean, that was good of her, but she said ANZ Stadium was the worst stadium she'd ever mm. played. It gave her anxiety, which, to be honest, that kind of stadium probably would for a lot of people. 
<laughs> easy is though, easy on me. Eight o'clock news, not too far away. Breakfast with Carl and Catherine. Here we go. It most certainly is. A big good morning to you, Bayside and Greater Bayside. Carl and Catherine with you for this Monday morning. Bianco, good morning to you. Morning. I'm really feeling motivated this week. Are you? There's something about this second intro that just sort of, it just flicks a switch. Flicks a switch. And that's what it's all about. England. Um, and it gets me going, ironically enough. Ireland, Scotland, France. Puppy dog's tail somewhere along the line. Okay. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you. What are you getting up to this week? How are you going to achieve 0404 736 It's five minutes past eight, which means Monday mover time. Oh, yeah. What have we got lined up? I'll take that. Only because we're, you know, moving again. It's the M people, so maybe they're Monday people. Oh. I don't know. You're better than that. Yeah, thanks. Let them sing. Okay. Monday mover done for another Monday. It's Carl and Catherine waking you up, keeping you company while you have your brekkie. What's for brekkie this morning? What is for brekkie? What are you crunching on? If it's porridge, that's trash. I'm sorry. Oh, honestly, who eats porridge? I just... Yuck. This, you know, there are some things we can agree on. That's another yeah. one. Oh. Never really been a fan of the porridge. Uh, why do I feel like we kind of have to try it now on air? I've had it before. It's just... Oh, I don't, I don't, it's a texture thing. It's, it's like, just... you know what porridge is? Imagine mashing up about 1,800 wheat bix in a bowl. And eating it and then spitting it out back into the Ugh. bowl. Oh, man. No offense, guys. No, thank you. I don't know if you've heard about a new trend that's happening on the Tockety Tick. However, <laughs> it's a real mood. A mood? It's a real mood. Is it a vibe, though? Bit of that as well. But it's very superstitious. Superstitious? If I might add as well. It's called Bones or No Bones. Dun, dun, dun. It's a bit like Twiddledum or Twiddle D. It's Tweedle. Twiddledum. It Me. sounds like a different word. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. The oh. irony of this is not lost on me. Heads or tails? Left or right? Up or down? Heads down or thumbs up? In or around? Anyway, what's what's unfolded is a man over in the US has a 13-year-old pug. And its name is Noodle. 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 Not noodles. Noodle. Noodle. It's a single noodle. That's not an oodle of any kind. It's a pug. It's a noodle. The 13-year-old pug has, well, it's probably fair to say a form of arthritis or something wrong with its bones. Like a lot of dogs do actually suffer from. Mm -hmm. Normie's got arthritis. Yeah. It's a dog thing. Well, I mean, it's a human thing. Well, it's a human thing. You know, but dogs suffer from it. Mm. Actually, probably a little bit more than what humans do. No, no, no. Okay, anyway, I'm not a doctor. I'm not Dr. Carl. This isn't a Dr. Carl segment. But the pug, the 13-year-old pug, Noodle, has been recorded by their owner every day. And it's either a bones day or a no-bones day in a sense that if Noodle decides to get up for the day, then the vibe is going to be a good day and you're going to be moving. But if Noodle doesn't get up for the day and Noodle decides to stay kaput sitting down then your day is not going to be a real motivating day. Oh. And people are jumping on board the bandwagon on the socials and literally posting, it's a Bones Day or it's not a Bones Day. And it's it's gone viral. 
<laughs> I relate to that dog so much. Oh my goodness. I don't know. It's one of those things. But I'd love to know if you've got like a weird superstition in your life. Like, Well, we know famously from this studio alone, yeah. every time I talk about something unfortunate happening to me, mm. it comes into fruition. I also have a thing. There's one particular ladder in my retail life. And if I so much as put a foot underneath it, my next month is going to be hell. See, for me, mine involves trains. And soft tissues. Mm, the soft tissue thing is, that's not a superstition. It's more a comfort thing. <laughs> As I've said before, I'm a closet comforter. But my superstition <laughs> for me is when I'm catching, catching, catching. So it's just it makes you nervous. <sighs> I'm getting yeah. sh- chills. <laughs> Particularly at Moorabbin Station, when I get on a train, mm-hmm. I know how my day is going to be by the type of train that shows up. Really? Yep. Okay. So there's the old carriage trains. Yep. I think they're called the Comenc. Comenc. Yeah. And they're sort of very old fashioned. They look like an old style train. Yep. Then there's the Siemens trains. Excuse me? I think that's the, the brand. What? I'm pretty sure that's what they're called Siemens. They're sort of newer looking. But they're not the Extropolis kind. Bless you. So the Extropolis are the ones that were on the Glen Waverley line for a lot of the time, sort of you know, Lilydale, all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've found their way on the Frankston line. Welcome. And I like the Extropolis. That's my favorite. If I, if I get on an Extropolis train, yep. I'm like, today is going to be a very good day. Okay, hang on. Put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. Let's start a social media movement. How many times a week do you catch a train? However, I mean, most days. Let's do on the Carl and Catherine Insta and TikTok. We're on TikTok. But then there's more to it. Okay. Oh, I do there's apologize. There's more to it. The next component of my public transport mm-hmm. superstitious activity yep. is when I hit Glen Huntley Station. Okay. Bang. So, Glen Huntley is one of only a few train stations where the tram tracks go across the Correct. train. And so, for me... I always have to look to the left and to the right to see whether or not there's a tram. So if I see trams on either side and I'm on a newer train, I think I've got the whole package for the day. It's going to be a very good day. You're going to be jumping on a train after this, correct? Yeah, but I'm going on the Sandringham line. It's a little bit different. It doesn't matter. We're still going to go with the same rules. Every time you're on... Yeah, let's do it. For the whole week, let's see how many times you get on public transport what your day looks like. And then even at the end of the day, we'll do a ranking out of 10. So once you get uh-huh. to work or once you get to do what you need to do, you need to rank how See, your day went. This sounds like it's got a lot of effort put into it. It doesn't matter. This is hard-hitting journalism. You- and if it's good enough for Noodle, the pug, it's good enough for Carl Bianco hitting the Frankston slash Sandringham line. Why did I bring you up, Noodle? Bones or no but, bones? Yeah, what are we going to call it? An extropolis or a not extropolis day? <laughs> Carl Bianco and the very good, not so horrible Extropolis today. We're doing this. You're going, in fact, uh, leave the show early today so you can do your cross I'm before not, you jump on the train. No, I'm not leaving early. I'm leaving bang on nine o'clock. Well, because you'll basically have to train to yourself anyway. You can do a whole little. We could build this up to a point where we could get you insta living every single morning. There are more. I can insta live on my way in if you do want. It. Do I'll it. do it on the Carl and Catherine do page. It. You'll see. I'm either going to be on an old train or a new train. Yeah. 
Okay. It's, it's happened. He's officially become a train man, everybody. It was only a matter of time. I have been a train man my whole life, even more so of late, where I have found myself on my days off watching endless amounts of videos of the Melbourne Metro Rail Tunnel. Okay, now it's gotten boring. But yeah, tune in. Carl and Catherine on the Instagram. What time are we thinking train-wise? I don't know. Whatever time I leave. So probably like quarter past nine or Beautiful. something. Beautiful. Yep, it's happening. I'll document it. I'll record it. Yep. And then maybe I'll upload it on social You have to. You have to. Everyone, this is a nail biter because now I feel so invested in this that it's going to also set up my day. So if you have a bad train, it's on you that my day turns to, you know what. Oh, okay. So I, I'm also dictating how your day is yep. going to be if now. If my day turns to porridge, it's on you and your train. Well, every day... That I get on the train this week, you're going to get a message. Although, anyway, I was going to say, it's going to be an obscure week for me because I'm working at night time two nights, so mm. it's the end of the day. Maybe we'll it, determine no, the next day. that maybe track, yeah, how I sleep. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like a walrus. Hard-hitting journalism is a coming, guys. The best kind. <laughs> He's a train man. We need a jingle, Jack. Can you make one? Oh, this is David Barr. You know what I love about this great country of ours, Bianco? A lot of things. Well, the fact is that it just makes so many other nations so uncomfortable because we just do things so differently. Yeah. And there's always trends, particularly with America, where every even just Australians breathing freaks them out because we just do things so differently. Mm. And there was a trend over the weekend where America was live tweeting yeah. things that they've found out that Aussies call different items, that they call something different over oh, in the US of A. Not this again. And I want to run past some of them because, to me, I'm getting the same reaction they are having to us naming things as they are to us. And I want to see what you think of these, okay? All right. First one. Just found out that Australians call popsicles icy poles. Yeah, it just sounds a lot better. I just found out that Australians call otter pops zooper dupers. Otter pops. Well, you've really frozen all of the great stuff. So far. Controversial one. I just found out that Australians call cantaloupe rock melons. Are they even real people? Yeah, but it's a bit of both. A bit of column A, a bit of column B. Some call it rock melons, some call it cantaloupe. As if having a country full of poisonous everything wasn't enough. Just found out that Australians call ketchup tomato sauce. And that's the right way to say it. Don't say ketchup. I just found out that Australians don't celebrate Halloween. Like what? Who even are you? What year do you think this is? We are Australians <laughs> and we don't want any more Americanisms. Just found out that Australians pronounce skeletal as skeletal. I feel mm-mm, sick. I can't breathe. It's always been skeletal. See, now I can't stop saying skeletal. No. It makes more sense. I must oh. say, I'll give them that much. I like oh, skeletal better off than you go. skeletal. Export yourself now. I wouldn't mind. Oh, if I could broadcast from New York. Jack, can you pay for that? That'd be great. Um, last one. I just found out that Australians call bell peppers capsicums and I can't stop laughing. O-M-F-G. What's wrong with that? Capsicums. That's what I'm wondering. Mm. Bell peppers are, like, it does have a better sort of ring to it. It excites me more to eat a capsicum if it was called a, a bell pepper. Okay. But I wouldn't call it a pepper, though. It's not hot. No. Yeah. In the whole chips and french fry debate as well. Yeah. When you ask for chips, you actually get potato chips. Yeah, no, good. You know, like I'm talking, you know, crinkle cut type chips. No, I must say, I don't want to bring the UK into this, but when they say crisps, I get a shiver down my spine. Well, it's crisps in the UK. It's thins 
in the US, and then what do we call them here? Just chips, really? Yeah, potato chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chippy. Chippy. But chips could be anything here. Well, see, this is the problem, okay? I feel like we do generalize a little bit because, yeah, a chip could be a hot chip. It could be potato chip. It could also be in the um, cheesel world as well. I know that Americans do make a – they are different worlds, like a Cheeto as opposed to a chip, whereas for us it's just everything. Today, I don't think they have cheesels over there. No, they have Cheetos. I know, but that's disgusting. I've never had a Cheeto. Actually, no, I've had the puffs and mm. – what about twisties? Are they got twisties? No, nah, because that's a Cheeto as well. They just have weird names for things. Just, it doesn't sit well with me at yeah. all. Twisties are just, I don't know. I'm very proud of the twisty, I'll mm. be honest. I think it's one of our better contributions to society. Do you know what else is interesting, right? There's a particular beverage, not an alcoholic kind, mm-hmm. but a soft drink that they have in America that they produce an American version of. But I discovered the other day mm-hmm. that in Australia, if you go to a supermarket and you purchase the same beverage, because in some supermarkets it is available yeah. for purchasing, it's made in the UK. Wow. An American beverage made in the UK. Gosh, you really study your fizzy drinks. No, I don't. This is just one of them. <laughs> there are some fizzy drinks that I don't fancy. Mm. There's a lot, actually. How about people calling uh, it fizz or pop? Oh, soda pop. They They, <laughs> they go soda pop. Yuck. No. To be fair, soft drink doesn't make any sense. But oh, pop yeah. is just... <laughs> soft, I never really thought about it that way. Soft drink. Mm. But then again, does carbonated water make sense? Well, that makes more sense than soft drink. Well, when I hear carbonate, I think carbonara. So mm. for me, it's like... Mm. Oh, hang on. I've just looked into it. It's not the actual texture of the drink. It's the fact that it's not alcoholic makes it soft drink. Oh. There's no alcohol in it. <laughs> so that's why that's where we get the soft from. I think that's a bit mean because you're shaming the people who are drinking soft drink by implying they're soft because they're drinking oh, the soft drink. Where's the political correct police on this one? Soft drink. You just you wait. Twenty twenty two. We will be calling it pop or fizz. <laughs> no, we won't be calling it that. We'll just call it by its actual name. The bubbly thing. Have some lemonade. There you go, Australia. Represent. I'm very proud of us. And that's the other thing. In America, lemonade is something different. Nah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It's more like a um, solo, if you will. No, not even that. It's just disgusting. Don't even go there. There's more news out of the UK. It's a very newsworthy day from the UK. Apparently. Who are you talking to over there? You're right. Uh, yeah, I'm speaking to my uh, British cousin that lives over there. Not really. I don't have any cousins over there. Anyway, amazingly, an aunt, not my aunt, but an aunt of a young man who comes from a fairly wealthy background, decided to get together her loose change that she had Mm -hmm. of her very tight budget Uh and purchase some scratchies. Ah, yes. Gamble responsibly Mm -hmm. and punt responsibly if you're purchasing any lotto or scratchies. Anyway, she's got these scratch tickets. And handed them over to her nephew, who she loves. Okay. But she financially is not in as wealthy a position as her nephew and her, I don't know, brother or sister. Anyway. She's handed them over. He has scratched them for his birthday. Oh, so they've been gifted to the it's nephew. It's a gift. Oh, it's not oh. just like, oh, here, oh, no. have it as a bit of fun. It's a gift. Oh, no. Anyway, one of them won a little bit of money on mm-hmm. Another one won a five-figure sum. 
Anyway, the plot thickens because this aunt who discovered that her nephew had just won a five-figure sum mm-hmm. through the scratch card that she had purchased mm-hmm. went up <laughs> to her nephew and family and said, look, I'm really happy that, you know, my nephew and you have won this money. However, I actually did buy the ticket. Oh, no. I bought it for little Johnny or whatever his name was. I don't know. Jefferson. Interesting. And so I would like three quarters of the <laughs> of the payment if it's possible because I actually could really use it. And, you know... He's already got a university fund set up and all that sort of stuff. He's fine. He's going to be fine. Whereas I'm really, you know, needing the money. So oh. could you could you hand it over? What would you do? Would you would you say, all right, fair is fair. I'll give you half. Look, I mean, I think it's bold to say three quarters to start with. Or or, or would you just say, well, here's the price where you paid. For, oh, so that's for the mean. That's pretty mean. I think coming from the. I don't know. I think for me, like if this is a situation that my brother and I were in, mm. absolutely, you'd be getting at least half. Absolutely no brainer. I just, I don't know. I think three quarters, like I think it's bold that way, but also it was a gift. This is why you just don't give scratchies as presents. I've always said this all along. It just gets you into a messy situation, but I'd definitely at least split it in half. Mm. What would you do? This is the interesting take. Oh, you want to know what I would do? If Georgie, your sister, came to you... Yeah. Gave Carl Jr., God, a um, scratchy. Hey, 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 hey. Carl Jr. heard that. <laughs> Go on. And Carl Jr. <laughs> won a significant amount of money. And Georgie said to you, hey, can we split it? What would you say? Georgie, see what finger I'm holding up right now? <laughs> Not a chance. Okay. <laughs> Do you understand visual <laughs> visual platforms? Um, Carl is using a I'm sorry. The, the longest finger. Let's just put it that way. Um, that's very heartless of you. And Carl Junior needs to be raised to share. <laughs> oh no, he will. If if there ever is a Carl Junior, I'm sure he will be taught to share. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, no, by your partner. <laughs> Ah, uh, anyway, zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. What would you do in that situation? Yeah. Would you share and care? Can we quickly just one word answer, producer Jack? Because he's had a few of these moments where he just straight up says no to things. So he's had a few, that's for sure. Yay or no? No. Okay, you that's guys enough. are horrible people. You know, the only thing that really gets me excited on a Monday morning me is people just oh. roasting their employers. I live for this sort of stuff. Okay. And over the weekend, the internet put their heads together and said, hey, let's do a definitive list of the worst bosses us on this online space have ever had. Let's bring together all our photo evidence and our screenshots of text exchanges and let's put it together and just show how bad some of them are out there. And I want to read you through some, Bianca, and just okay. see whether you would be able to work under these conditions. Sure. Okay, so the first one, um, employer's name is Chris. Chris sends a text to his employee saying, um, where are you at? And the person said, I don't know. And he said, you told Mark you could work um, night shift tonight. 
And this employee goes, no, I did not. I told Mark I couldn't work Monday. As you know, I found out yesterday my dad passed away. I'm going to go ahead and at least take one day I get off a week off to mourn his death. I'm so sorry for any inconvenience this will cause you. Employee shoots back. My uncle died a few days ago. I lost my grandma. Stop being a victim. Ooh. The person did quit. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yep. Moving right along. Another person um, took a photo of their roster, to which the boss has written, everyone will be working on October 31st. Call in. It's a termination. Doctor's note or not. If I have to be here, so do you. So even if they have a medical exemption for going to work, they're still fired. That reminds me of the one time back in high school where in, this was the last year of high school, year 12. Yeah. The whole, basically 98% of the cohort decided to go and barge into the junior campus and create a ruckus because, you know, year 12, howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. Yeah. Anyway, I wasn't a part of the percentage on the year 12 group that was a part of it. I, for some reason, I was I might not have got to school yet or I was doing something else. Yeah. Maybe trying to actually get my grades up because they were never that good in high school. Shocker. Shock. Horror. Anyway, basically the whole year 12 year level yeah. had to show up on like a day off. It was like a teacher's day to as, as a discipline. Oh. And I wasn't a part of it because I wasn't in the ruckus. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, I felt pretty special that day. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, this one's my favorite. Um, it's called Breaking the Bank. And oh, this okay. person has taken a photo of a lovely note that their very considerate boss has sent. Employees in huge font. Mm. A snack will be provided for you today at the food court in appreciation for your hard work. Today's snack, a banana. Available 9am until 7pm. A banana. A banana. At the food court of all places. You're probably going in and smelling the French fries. You get your token banana. So what if you don't like banana? Too bad. Ah. Okay. But I want to know. I know we're getting towards the end of the show. Mm. 0404 What is your worst boss moment? What is a, an interaction you've had with an employer that has just been an absolute doozy? Or what have they done that is just, it's just not a vibe for you? I recall having my, one of my former bosses on social media. Mm-hmm. and Never a good idea. Well, he didn't really use social media that often. But on this occasion, because, as I said, former employer, mm-hmm. he decided to get somebody else to message me about something related to work because okay. I didn't work there anymore, mm-hmm. but it was relating to me when I did work there. Yeah. Anyway, I just blatantly ignored the message and deleted that person off social media because I had them and it was another person. And then it got to the point where he really needed something from me, so he contacted me. Well, there you go. He texted me. And, like, he... Because they were pretty persistent. It wasn't just him. It was a few other people yeah. from the place that I used to work. And so, in the end, I just said, any reason why I keep getting bugged about this stuff? You know, I haven't worked with you for like two years. Mm. And he's just like, nah, it's just because we miss you, mate. It's like, well, you know, don't think so. Wow. Mm. Well, see, at least that's a better interaction is the fact that they miss you. Yeah, but then I sent a follow-up message a few months later and I got nothing back. Donuts. Oh. So, it's just like they only miss you when they want you. Yeah, that's it. And then it. when you want them, they're not missing you. It's the way of the world, hey? Anyway. Anyway, the- let us know. 0404 Can you beat Banana Goat? That's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah. That's how the banana smashes. Mate.
Imagine telling someone who just lost their father to stop being a victim. Oh, see, that's just... Honestly, where's the support there? That's where you just rip your contract up and leave. That's where you just say, get a life. That's when you just give them a big old take care bye. See you later. Ta-ta. It's Carl and Catherine here for your Monday. And there's been a new study that's come out, of course, when you drink, drink responsibly, which reveals what your drink of choice says about you. Oh, go on then. Okay. Let's start with the uh, espresso martini. Okay. One point says that you're having a gal's night. True. When you have maybe some money to waste. Very true. Apparently. They're a bit exy. Or you're a tired hospitality worker trying to pep yourself up after a big shift. See, I will um, back that up and say tired retail worker. I used to have a strategy where I would finish, like I'd close the shop at six, be at the bar at seven, have a couple of them, be ready for a night out. Okay. Stout, which I don't think... Oh, no. Does anybody... I've never really... Imagine going for a night out and picking a stout. That's... Yeah. No. I think that just says everything you need to know about a person just there. It simply just says that if you do decide to have stout as your drink of choice, you're likely 40 and you're at an RSL club. I rest my case. Righto. Going great. Rum and Coke. If you're a man, you're probably going to punch a wall later. Okay. Don't encourage violence. But um, hmm. if you're a woman, you're about to think every gross man in the bar is really attractive. This is true. This is true. <laughs> if you consume rum and coke yep, as you drink. That, yep. Again. Speaking on experience. Or? This is true. It <laughs> was no yes or no there. It was just, eh, eh, this is true. Rumor confirmed. <laughs> uh, okay. If you decide that bourbon is your drink of oh, choice. No. You're trying to be not like other girls or guys. You grew up in the country where you knocked back a particular kind of that drink. Bourbon. Okay. Righto. Vodka and juice. Yuck. I literally hate you is what's written. <laughs> if, if you have vodka and juice. The spicy mark. Here we go. Here we go. You're either about to have... Have? Have. Have. You're either about to have a fun night out at a Mexican restaurant Mm -hmm. or you're about to be that group that everyone else in the bar hates in about 20 minutes. So true. It's something about the margs. It's like once you get on the margs, the night's taking another turn. Not get on the beers. Get on the margs. Get on the get on the get on yeah. the margs. Imagine that. Particularly the spicy ones, because they're mm. a bit hot, and then it makes you drink them faster. It's a conspiracy. Well, if, it's not. If it's... you have any other cocktail, any other, any other, okay. any other kind, you're mm-hmm. probably doing something you shouldn't be doing. Yep. Salsa. You uh, probably prefer beer, but you can't have gluten. I had the worst allergic reaction of my life to a grapefruit salsa, and I can't look at it ever again. Tequila shots. Your significant other probably just broke up with you or you're just like, I don't know. Hello. Okay. Fireball shots. Your friend convinced you to do the shot, but surprisingly, um, yeah. Fireball is not for me. Okay. Gin. You really just want vodka, but you have a superior, what? Superiority complex. Yeah. How do you know that? I I could tell the hesitation, so I had a crack. (laughs) I'm also a gin drinker. Wow. (laughs) So you have a, a you have a su- superior decay. Okay. Hello, not true. Beer, but you're 
Okay. If you're having beer, you're cool and you're easy going. Fair enough. That's if you just have any kind of beer. You can ask producer Jack. But if you have a beer that it takes you 45 minutes to explain what beer you want, you're probably a pain in the backside See, this is... and you're going to get kicked out later in the night. Anyway, that's what your drink choice says about Can I say, about I am not a beer drinker. I've never been a beer drinker. If I had to order a beer at a bar, I'd have absolutely no idea what to do. Absolutely no idea. Mm. I've ordered beers for other people, but if I was to pick one for myself, I would have no clue. Okay. It's not for me. I'll stay on the spicy mark train, thank you. Well, thanks for sharing that. Mm. Me personally, I just have what's given to me. Yeah. Mm. What about a Long Island iced tea? I'd love to know what people oh, think of a Long Island. Memories. Or no memories if you have too many of them. Well, yeah, it does have that kind of effect mm. on you, that drink. Does anyone just like order a Long Island iced tea straight off the bat? Like yeah. they walk straight in. Yeah. Me. You? Yeah. Oh, no. I've done that before. Mm. But geez, they're strong. Very strong. They really, they can knock you. I, for my 19th birthday, went out and had bevs with friends. And I somehow, for my birthday, got some jumbo one, which was huge. Oh. And a friend of mine, um, he decided to have a Cosmo. And the night, we're still trying to figure out what exactly happened. But my Long Island iced tea went all over the floor. And it was like the River Nile was through the bar. It was that big. It was insane. It was like having the Yarra. We were having drinks by the Yarra. It went everywhere. Okay. Crazy. Well, it turns out if you ever go cruising, there's a different kind of Long Island iced tea, and it's called an AMF. Oh, gosh. Not bowling. Adios. You do the rest. Ah, yeah. On that note, adios. Adios, but not the other part. Because we're out of here. We are out of here. Colin's up after 9 a.m. Colin is up. With plenty of great features. Absolutely. And it's my regular listen on the way into work or back home. Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful week. Have a run. Wow. <laughs> a run? Have yeah, a run? The rums come back to haunt me. <laughs> or just be a sophisticated, complicated whatever. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. We will have a best of on yeah, Friday, will, I believe. A bit of a best of on Friday. but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see you around the traps. Yeah, see ya. Enjoy the beautiful weather. <laughs> That's coming. Take care. Hey, Not it's today. lovely outside behind you. Uh, Sunny days. Not what I'm looking at. Bye. See ya. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.